0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
1: The following is paid commercial programming. The content and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Entercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors.
2: From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi. And every river, lake, and field in
1: between. Let's talk everything outdoors. ha! <laughs> You're on the crazy train. All
2: <laughs> Welcome to the Skipper Bud's cutting edge outdoors. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
1: Good morning, folks! Not just here in southeastern Wisconsin, but across the country, across the world, on the radio waves, <laughs> we're all over the place. Anyway, we come to you every Saturday morning from six to eight a.m. We are live, and you can always call us and uh, talk about whatever's you know on your mind about hunting, fishing, whatever. 799-1250 is the phone number, or you can email us live at CEOGuys at Yahoo.com. He's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Newbauer. Nick Bodie on the boards, and I just want to remind everybody that April 13th, that's Saturday, April 13th from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. is the Spring Fishing Clinics for Kids. It's going to be held at uh, Brown Deer Park, Deneen Park, Greenfield Park, McCarty Park, McGovern Park, Oak Creek Park, Scout Lake Park, Sheridan Park, Washington Park, Ozyusko Park, Regner Park, uh, Foxbrook Park, Menominee Park, that's Lannan Quarry, and Muskego Park. Anyway, that's coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, it's free for kids. If you got groups, you don't have to register, but if you've got groups of 20 or more, you can call them at 414-382-7923. We give you more information, uh, Next week, too, as we get closer to it. And uh,
2: before I forget, we want to thank all our listeners, especially those uh, police officers, first responders, military people out there listening. Uh, If I mentioned firefighter, yeah, it's first responders. But, yeah, we thank all of you for listening and uh, for what you do. And a quick reminder, most people that listen to our show are obviously... Into hunting, fishing, Second Amendment rights. And it's important to remember you got to get out there and vote for uh, Judge Hagedorn. Uh, April 2nd, I believe, yep. is when Tuesday. it's Tuesday. Yep. I know we got a lot of people listening from up north right now, and we need that up north counties areas to uh, get out there. So if our Boulder Junction connection and everybody up there, um, listening, get on out. Just takes a few minutes. Go on out. You got to start voting in all elections now. You can't just do the presidential anymore. Um, you can't complain if you're losing rights if you didn't vote. So get out there and uh, vote for uh, Brian Hagedorn.
1: All righty. Uh, let's see now. So we're hoping that somebody, well, we got one bridge report.
2: <laughs> From Nick up there. gave us a great
1: report. Yeah, that was great.
2: I, I got to say, Nick
1: went three for three on the Hornschwaggle and then slipped in a surprise fishing report. That might be the best Hornschwaggle contest yeah. we've had since I've been with you. Yeah, he That's awesome. slipped in a good fishing report. We like those. Because a lot of, you know, I'll tell you what, a lot of a lot of listeners are not going to tell, you know, where they've been and how good they're doing, you know. They want to keep that to themselves sometimes, you know. They might give you a general area, you know. Kind of like I used to do with Lake X. You know what? <laughs> I hate fishermen.
2: <laughs> you know, I hate other guys in general. Uh, why, you know, why is, pretty girls
1: sitting? You got eight dummies talking to her. I'm thinking to myself, I hate other guys. <laughs> why is it fishermen get this bad rap? All anglers get this rap of all of being exaggerators. That's because most of them are. You're right. You know they exaggerate the size of their fish all the time, right? Uh, right. You know, so if 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 somebody says, some guy says, "Yeah, I caught a whatever eight three pound things."
2: A guy exaggerates the size of his fish, the size of his
1: bank account, and the and, size of his bench press. Oh, I thought you were going to say something yeah, else. You know, that too, maybe. <laughs> Who do you got on the line, Nick? We got Al on the phone. Oh, good morning. Is this Mister Al Shook?
0: Indeed, it is. Tom. Oh, good morning. Hey, hey Al. good morning, what's, shaking, what's
1: up, buddy? Hey, did good you, morning, Dan. Didn't you guys go pheasant hunting last week? Mm-hmm.
2: How'd yep. you guys do? Well, the quick and the deadly al shot about 20 of them for us, so we're all good for the year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Called so the we, herd. We, we terminated with extreme prejudice.
2: That's right. Ah, there you go. Yep.
0: Uh, Danny, I forgot. We we, we thought of a hornswoggle question at the back of the truck, and we, now I can't even remember what it was, but it was extremely silly, almost like your... Mongolian desert turkey
2: thing.
1: You know, (laughs) I think I've seen one of those once. (laughs) I thought it was a
2: band. (laughs) You know, Um, Al, Tom and I have often spoke about this, but neither of us will remember to do it, is all week long we'll have a great idea of something we want to bring up on the show, and by the time we get here... It's gone.
1: It's gone, yeah.
2: Gone. We should carry a little pad of paper and a notebook to write these things down yep. cuz like even you, you gave me a great idea for something for a horn squoggle and I totally
1: forgot it. So
0: I tried carrying that pad of paper and then I lost the pad of paper, so that doesn't I, work either. I
1: I've, I've got the pad of paper and the pen in my car. <laughs> but when I, you know, when I think about something I'm driving, so it's not like I can pick it up and start writing, you know? I sure. mean, so and what what we need are those those little mini tape recorders, you know, a little mini recorder. They got those things, and then you just talk into it real quick.
2: How about this? An app on your phone. It's called Notepad, and I, you just hit a button, and you make your ver- verbally sm- make your notes to yourself. And then later, all you got to do is hit the button, and it'll play back the notes to you.
1: I think they have something like that. Isn't there a Nick? Nick? shaking his head. Uh, yeah, can, yeah, I do, can confirm. too. I think they got something like that. Yeah. But, uh, well, can but I get you it on my a, flip phone? Yeah, you got to have a smartphone to I do that. that. <laughs> I don't think it works on a Star Trek phone, Danny. <laughs> 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 He's said a Star yeah. Trek phone. Yeah, That's So do I. Uh, me, too. But, um, it's cool. You
2: flip it yeah, like yeah. that, yeah. and it does look just I, like when you'd say, Give be, me Audi, Beam we, me up, the, Scotty. I, I wish keep waiting for that noise when he used to open it up. Yeah, <laughs> I wish. I wish yeah, my yeah, flip foam, I beep, wish. It, beep,
1: beep, beep. Yeah, I wish mine made that noise. You know,
2: if I were an There's alien, I would have known that that's the time you got to shoot Kirk because he's about to be out of there. As yeah. soon as he hear <laughs> beep 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 beep,
1: yep, zap him. But it's always Ray the, gun. it's always the guy in the red shirt that gets shot, though. Always that gets yeah. killed. Always yeah. the guy in the red shirt.
2: And he always red was with the red alien, shirt, alien women hair. Yep. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yep, yep, it's always the guy, yep, the red-shirted yeah. guy. They get they get blasted first.
0: <laughs> well, a, a couple of things. I was yeah. out riding around yesterday, and all of the lakes that I looked at in western Waukesha County are either ice-free or almost ice-free, and yeah. being the exception. But there were no piers at any of the launches. Right. Now, Otachi for Upper Oconomowoc Lake and that channel over by uh, Golden Mass is wide open. And I'd be willing to bet that you probably could get the Stumpy Bay and take a look. But it might be a little too early for the crappie yeah. to be moving in on those dark bays. But you should be able to find them, if I'm right, Tom, staging just on the deep line edge.
1: Yep. Deep Before weed line edge, somewhere along there. Yeah, but, but you know, there's you're, you're, there's always those crappies and bluegills that are in that shallow water. They're they're in there right away, early ice, all through the winter, and it's not like they all leave. You know, a no. lot of them stay there, so. And um, on
0: Okachi, they've got so many of those nice channels. The same thing on, on Nagwika. Mm-hmm. But on Nag, they're mostly on the west side and south side, whereas on Okachi, you've got those on the north side of the lake, or they, like or Stumpy Bay has that wonderful yeah. north exposure, you mm-hmm. know, where you can, you know, use waxies and a really tiny hook or, you know, small crappie minnows. And remember, presentation is slow this time of the year, you know, if the water is right. still pretty cold.
1: Hey, uh, have you checked out the muskies coming up at the Okachi Dam?
0: There's no water coming over the dam yet, and okay. there, there's no fish under there. I stopped right. yesterday after I got done looking at the launch on Okachi.
1: Yeah, somebody, I, asked, somebody asked me about that the other day, and I said, give it a few weeks. Give it a few yeah, weeks, yeah.
0: I remember a couple of years ago I saw you there that one yeah. morning, and it was just before the spring hearings.
1: Right, you know? right. Spring yeah.
0: hearings is at about a week and a half, and yeah. that's the other thing I wanted to talk to you guys about that uh, this year there's a lot of changes at the spring hearings that uh, are going to make some people happy and get some people extremely mad.
1: That's right. They got the online voting now, right? Right, and
0: there's all different ways that you can vote. You can come to the meeting and not vote on any of the questions, but you'll be given a county-specific number that you can take home and then enter that number in the survey on your computer, and it'll let you answer all the questions. Or you could come get a ballot to vote on resolutions and delegates. But each time you do something, everybody that comes through the line has to have some type of a mark on their hand. To prove that they can't come back out and get another of whatever they don't have.
1: Well, that's good. It's like America the, the
0: Beast. Cause a lot of delay yeah. when you're getting in.
1: What about the, what about this online voting? Can you just you have to go to the meeting? No, no? no.
0: If you don't go to the meeting, your vote on all of these questions will be entered or. Compiled with a total state vote. It won't be county specific.
1: What do you think about the online voting?
0: It, it was bound to come. Uh, you know, you have to reach out. Millennials, they, you know, they don't even pick up hunting and fishing pamphlets. They just get it right on their phone.
1: Is there yeah. a way that the DNR can stop a person from voting multiple times online? Yeah,
0: they, they say they've got they've worked this out with other surveys, and by the way, it's not a vote.
1: Right. It's it's
0: an input, they're calling it.
1: Input, yeah.
0: But they have multiple ways over the past that they've discovered people trying to, let's you know, Chicago-style voting, Mm -hmm. or giving input on certain things, and uh, they're confident in the fact, although this is the first year, that they're going to give this a whirl and see. It was actually the Natural Resources Board that told the DNR and the Congress, you know, get off the stool and start coming into the current age where, you know, every almost everybody can do everything online. So.
1: Yeah, I mean, like buying your licenses, fishing, hunting, whatever. Yep. You just buy them online. It's so much easier, you know, than yeah, having easier. to go someplace and do it.
0: States also. Yeah, you, know, you don't have to drive to Montana to get a Montana, you know, hunting license. You can get it before you get there.
1: Right, right, exactly. So,
0: you know, if it's all right with you guys, I'd like to come in next week and explain so many of these changes because Milwaukee, Waukesha, and Dane County are always one, two, three, three, two, four, whatever. It changes a little bit, but. There's going to be a great deal of confusion and some people that are upset about the fact where you could walk in, show them your driver's license, get a delegate uh, voting if you wanted to vote for the delegates, and go into the meeting room. Well, now you have to show an ID. Now you have to make up your mind what you want. The person that's registering you has to mark something on your hand to let everyone else know what you received. If you just got a something for resolutions, and then you got a number, you know, some kind of a code like an R and then a hashtag or something, it's going to be a it's going to be a nightmare. And people aren't going <sighs> to want marking on their well, hand.
1: I know a lot of people don't like that.
0: And if they don't like it, they can go home and vote online.
1: Yep. Well, listen, we got to go to a break, Al. Yeah, we'll, so, we'll uh, uh, Danny or I will call you, and uh, we'll work that out for next week. Yeah. All right.
0: Be All, cool. right. All right, very good, guys. Have a great day so far. It's a good show. Yeah, All right. Okay, thanks, thanks Al.
1: everybody. Thank you, All right, yep. bye now. <laughs> All right, uh, might as well take us to a uh, break. Uh, he's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Newbauer. This is the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. <laughs>
2: Bud's cutting edge outdoors. We want to shout out to all those listeners there in Mississippi that are listening to us right now. One of fifty states across the U.S. and uh, sister, um, Mary, uh, what? Uh, Marion Etzel. Marion Etzel, uh, listening there uh, in sit- Rome, sitting right next to the Pope. Give him my regards.
1: <laughs> Got him a musky once. Yeah, I haven't, uh, haven't. Uh, she hasn't emailed me lately, you and know, I haven't emailed her lately either. So I probably should touch base, see what's going on. Yeah, with touch Sister base, eh, listening all the way over there. <clears throat> Kate, can we give away something? Tom, it's your
2: show. You can do whatever you want. buddy. right. Bob.
1: Third, third caller seven nine nine twelve fifty. I'm going to send you a handful of mini mites. They're the number twos and threes. All right, twos and threes. Uh, no number ones. And colors, well, it's whatever I grab out of that bag, but not Danny's colors. I got his on the side. Okay. I've got some other giving ones. Giving him a yeah. dirty look here. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, daggers uh, at the, the third caller, 799-1250. get a bunch of free mini mites. So, well, look at that. All the phone lines just lit up at once. <laughs> free. Yep, free. So, free is good. So whatever colors they are, hey, don't blame me. Speaking
2: of free, we we will give our listeners even more reason to listen to us starting mm-hmm. next week. Oh yeah! Because yeah. not only have you got you, people been getting mini mites, they've been getting subscriptions to Badger Sportsman, they've been getting uh, gift cards to Carl's Delicious Country Meats, but yeah. now you will have a chance. To get some BaitMate fish attractance products. So we will be having contests going forward.
1: And yeah, as a matter of fact, on the Horn Schwaggle, the, the winner of the Horn Schwaggle is gonna get two prizes. They're gonna get the ten dollar gift certificate to Carl's Country Market. And then they'll also get their their choice of either a first aid kit from BaitMate or a combination of uh, a, a bait made fish attractant and a Coleman, Coleman insect, insect repellent. And it's a, yeah.
2: it's, a, it's a Coleman first aid kit. Yeah, and it's Coleman like a, first aid kit. Yeah, and yeah. it's like a small little red kind of pouch travel kit. Perfect to put in your boat, mm-hmm. in your car. Yep. In your bathroom, <laughs> in the kitchen. Yeah.
1: Well, it's perfect for a lot of Up north in the stuff.
2: cabin. Yeah.
1: There you go. In the truck. Mhm. In
2: the deer stand, wherever you might hurt yourself. Which can happen anywhere,
1: Tom. Yes it can. You've had some hooks in you, right? Nope. Never have? Nope. Oh wow. I've had uh, a number of them. <laughs> <laughs> and some of it was due to my You know what drives me crazy? Huh. When I see these guys they're lifting up a fish. I and I don't care if it's a bluegill or oh, by the line yeah or whatever and they grab the line they or they're going to grab the line if that and your rod's bent over and if that hook comes out of the fish's mouth that lure comes straight up into your hand no. somewhere and i made that mistake once and i'll tell you what i when i'm bringing in a fish or whatever i lift it up and and it touches the, the bottom the floor of the boat before i grab it or pull it out of the net one of the two i'm not going to stick my hand over it. Because I've had a number of hooks in me by various means, and you know how I take them out. <laughs> Shot of whiskey, no nope. rip it right out. I have a very sharp pointed knife, I just make the hole a little bit bigger where the hook went in, make it a little bit bigger by the barb. Uh-huh. Turn in white over here, I'm gonna fall
2: out. off the chair here.
1: Yeah, it I'm hurts. pass out. It hurts a little bit, it bleeds a little bit, but. Well, I'm, now not, I get, oh, I'm not spending two, $300 at a doctor to have him take it out with a needle-nose Now pliers. I get to embarrass
2: my buddy, the bass pro, Ron Johnson. Maybe his brother, Dan, taxidermist Dan Johnson, is listening. He'd like, I, th- I think I told him the story, two years ago in Rowley's Bay. We're bass fishing. And that's when I had texted you with, uh, told you, your bass spinnerbait got me a right. four-pound smallie on the first cast. Well, anyway, we're catching fish. And Ron, he's a typical... I hate to say it, but typical fishing pro. These guys will take a picture of their fish, but they got to make sure they have this hat on, this shirt on, this. Yeah, with, yeah. They hold hold up this bait, whatever. It's all promotion, 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 mm-hmm. right? So you know, when you read some of these articles, even look at the pictures in the magazines, some of the well known walleye and bass guys, you know, it's like you're looking at a billboard. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a anyway,
1: NASCAR driver. NASCAR <laughs> yeah. driver.
2: Okay. You know, whether they caught it on that bait or not, they're going to put that hat on, or whether they use that, I mean, they're going to look their that project that mm-hmm. product. So anyway, he wanted to take another picture of a bass, and he taken I don't know how many gosh darn pictures. And I and I get aggravated. His brother Dan got in a big fight with him ocean fishing years ago because his brother said, "I'm done taking pictures of your fish," because every time you're taking a picture of someone else's fish. Guess what? You're not fishing. You're not fishing. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he he's to Take another picture. Okay, great. So he's got this bass and it's pinned with a couple trebles on either side of its mouth, and he reached down and where he grabbed it. I'm thinking, I'm I'm looking. It's like watching a train wreck. I'm thinking. Oh no. I'm thinking that's not a good, All of a sudden he's going ah 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 ah. He oh stop stop step. So I had to put my foot on the smallie on the floor and hold it. And he actually had two fingers pinned together with, with, with like one hook or two hooks. It was unbelievable. And then, then while I held it, he had to actually literally, there's nothing he could do, but rip the hook out of his fingers. So Mm. he just kind of goes, ah, ripped it, ripped it out. And, uh, that
1: hurts. Yes, it did. That
2: hurts. And the whole time. It I was
1: just thinking about it. The whole time,
2: <laughs> I was holding the bass down, looking uh, the other way. I'm uh, like, I can't believe you just did this. Uh, a bass pro. But I saw it coming. It, I saw his hands mm-hmm. in a position. And you know how that fish can make a move. Um, even yeah. even like when I'm un- unhooking like a, a muskie in the net, which most of the time muskies, pike, Mm-hmm. Most everybody get get yourself a big net. the the big the one safety thing is don't go with just the regular length needle nose pliers.
1: Get to get that twelve incher. Get a long one, yeah, right? Get a long one. Get a long one.
2: Uh, you know those Baker hookout tools. Those work. Those actually aren't bad. I and know. And you seem to get a better grip, less likely to drop it into right. the. You know what I mean? Because the other the other ones, the regular needle nose. It doesn't spring back into right, your hand, right. so you can be screwing around and all of a sudden, bloop into the. I've always thought maybe a little lanyard on your right. wrist might be good for right. that. But the Baker hook tools, cheap as they are, seven, yeah. $7. ninety nine or whatever, uh, actually work pretty good. you yeah, yep. can reach down there and and um, and get a grip. But you got to be as you're even when you're doing that, you got to be willing to pull your arm back real quick. It's yep. like a cat messing with a rattlesnake mm-hmm. you're ready to pull back right away because yeah. that thing can make a flop and you yep. don't want to get a hook in your hand you got to be quick yeah, that's true Yeah, you're right yeah. you gotta anticipate yeah the movement yeah it, it's it's because they're gonna go nuts at some point
1: yep yeah I agree yeah it's it's no fun getting it the very first time I had one in me I was fishing a walleye tournament it was it was too wind it was too windy to be on the Bay of Green Bay. So everybody was like in the river, and uh, I got one stuck in me unhooking a walleye that just this big old nickel cadmium hook on a big crankbait stuck me, and uh, I I didn't want to go in. I wanted to keep fishing. We were in a good spot and whatever. We were catching fish, and um, eventually I had to go in because it was kind of hard to reel the, the spinning reel handle while I'm holding on to the lure. In my hand, because one of the hooks is sticking in my finger, you know, right up. It it was from the bottom of the finger all the way. I swear it was touching the bottom of my fingernail, you know, it was all the way up there. So I went in, and they took me over to, I think it's St. Vincent's, it's called, hospital. In Green Bay? Yeah, they took me over there. that's
2: where my sister was
1: born. Yeah, they took me over there, and uh, the doctor... uh, that, that that Novocaine stuff that they put in to numb it first, they put it right in the wound. I mean, and that hurts like heck. I've had this several times when I've had that stitches. And they put that thing right in the wound, and oh, does that hurt at first. But then a few seconds later, it goes Can't away. can they just poke it next to it and numb it no, there? No, they stick it right in. Right, well, If if you had a gash and they put it right in the middle, I mean, they put it right well, in Well, they there. should put it next to it, let it kind of start would, numbing up,
2: then put it I right would in like, there.
1: Like drip
2: it in. I'll pay. Let it drip a little bit. I'll pay double the cost of this already too expensive three hundred dollars shot.
1: So anyway, so then the guy says, uh, once it got numbed up, he says, "Well, let me get my special uh, hook getter outer tool." You know, he goes and grabs the needle nose pliers. (laughs) That's a special tool, huh? And and he rips it out. Okay, just rips it out. And then he says he puts a you know a little bandage on it and he says now be careful he says uh don't you could uh get this stuck in your car sl- close your car door on on your finger and you'll never know so he said be careful you know but and then he wanted the lure because he collects some of the lures he takes out and of And I know there's no way being you is that's right Tight I, with the I, I figured I I only had two of those lures and what if I it was l- a lose one. No it fifty cent No it was a big crankbait. And okay. and I didn't. I mean, it's like well, you let him I'm, keep it. I'm, no, because I'm catching. I fish knew you on. wouldn't keep I'm it. I'm catching fish on it. I'm not going to give him something I'm catching fish on. They took me back. My brother-in-law was waiting for me at the dock because he couldn't go by, back by himself. He had to wait for me. They brought me back, got in the boat, went back out and fished. You know. So, I mean, but uh, that and then I got the bill. <laughs> is, is that
2: not covered by insurance?
1: Uh, I don't remember that back then. I. I don't remember. I, I mean, maybe part of it was. I don't know. But I know it cost me a couple hundred. So who do you got on the line, Nick? You got Buddy Rich. Okay. Hey, Buddy Rich. Buddy Rich.
3: Hey, guys. I hear you talking about uh, hooks in your hands and, yeah. this and whatnot. I, I had an old lady friend in Waukesha who was in her 90s. And I, I, I visited her for on and off for about two years, you know, bringing her ice cream and this and that. And one day she said to me, she said, Guess what? And I said, What? She goes, I had that bump removed out of my head. And I, I didn't know what she was talking about. Here, what she was saying is in, in about the 1940s, her and her husband were fishing, and he had somehow got a hook on a cast and it stuck in her, in her skull. And at that time, they decided just to cut the hook and leave it. Yeah. So this thing was in her head for 50 years years a piece of the hook a piece of the hook and oh my and goodness all is just healed over and she had a bump yeah. from it but i was shocked at that uh, and so was, know, and maybe in those days that's what they did you know oh uh, that's kind of weird I, I, when you when you guys were talking about that oh well, i thought that was weird too so
2: she finally uh, had it removed
3: finally had it removed
2: oh
1: wow
3: I thought that was very unusual, but uh, that's something I'll never forget. <laughs> well, that is
1: crazy, man. At least she got it out, huh? Finally. Hey,
3: also, I'm gonna. I'd like to get a hold of you guys early next week. Uh, I'd like to talk to you about uh, what an opportunity right now to look for deer antlers.
2: Oh yeah, uh, yeah.
3: yeah. I'm uh, uh, I'm a self-proclaimed master shedder, and uh, I've uh, I didn't get the opportunity so much to get out this year, but the, the guys did good, and I would like to give you a little talk on that next week. I'll All right. Oh yeah.
1: It. Hey, you know what? I I was reading an article a while back about uh, uh, guys train dogs to find them. Did you know about that?
3: Well, I got my I got my uh, pros and cons on that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't and I I don't have any talk about that. Yeah, I don't have any thought either way. I I, I mean, I don't care. But but they, yeah. yeah, they trained the dog to go out and sniff out these antlers. I didn't know they had a smell to them. I
3: <laughs> I didn't know. Well, I'll tell you what happens quickly. Here is uh, a lot of animals urinate on them, and so basically, what they're finding. Wow. What they're finding is they're, they're finding a more of a scent than anything. Yeah. If any of you guys ever been to dog uh, agility courses, there's one of the courses where they take three dumbbells and they take one of them and you got to put your scent on it.
1: Okay. Okay. That's
3: the one they pick out.
1: Oh, really? They pick yeah. Out the oh, other yeah. Ones because
3: they're there, they lose. So it's more of a right. scent thing right. that, hey, there's a deer on it.
1: Right, right.
3: Because I had a dog and I saw one run right after and I saw a shed antler laying on a corner of a woods. Thing ran right up to it and I thought, oh my God, it's going to grab it. It ran right over it and tripped on it. Oh, geez. It had no clue. but uh, So that's the
1: deal on that. But, All right. Uh, I'd like to get with you guys early next week. All right. Sounds great. Sounds good, we'll Talk Rich. to Thanks. you then, Rich. Bye now. Great show as always. Thank All you. Right. Thanks, man. All right. got to go to a quick break, folks. We'll be right back with more with Dan Bush, Tom Neubauer, and Nick Bodie on the boards. 105.7 FM, The Fan is where you're at. <laughs>
2: Some good guitar stuff here, Tom. Yeah. Nice.
1: Welcome back
2: to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Big O, we're playing your song for you, buddy.
4: (laughs) Hey, hey, Cabaret. Hey, hey.
1: hey. (laughs) What's up, man? Yeah, good morning. Are you still up on the Fox River?
4: No, actually, uh, we got some family kind of reunion today, so Mom's wasn't too uh, keen on me fishing
1: today. Okay, so, uh, but you were up there last week, though. I was, yeah. yeah.
2: Family uh, reunion, that sounds boring as can be to me, to be honest with uh, you, but I suppose you, you got...
1: sometimes,
4: you know, you got to do what Mom's wants, and that's uh, yep. all good. So, yep. uh, yeah. but, hey, uh, fishing was... Uh, uh, me and about three thousand other boats were out there last weekend, and, uh, give
2: or take one or two.
4: <laughs> uh, hey, you know how Smokey's Muskie Shop has that uh, you know chalkboard and, and yeah. there's a score kept, you know, on yeah. yeah. hook or uh, you know latched boats and, uh, and all kinds. Oh boy, you should see. I should have had a video camera and gone live, boy. I tell you what,
1: let's just say that
4: some of the fishermen were a little bit out of practice and uh,
1: with launching their, their boats, the you mean? Water. With launching and loading their boats. Yeah. yeah,
4: some some guys don't quite get the concept. You know, you gotta kind of be prepared when you get up there and yeah. turn the launch. Not pack your rig and
1: right, you know, yeah. go grab the thermos yeah. how, how many, under the back seat. How many plugs were not in?
4: <laughs> well, I don't know, boy. You know that lot holds. I don't know. I mean, it's it's a hundred rigs or so. Man, there was a there was a line on Saturday. I talked to Jeff Dilkins from uh, Smokies on the Bay and. He gave me a heads up. He says, Man, there's a mile or so back up each way and it was uh so we didn't launch till after supper, so we kinda got the heads up. Launched at the at the metro at the mouth there and then kinda cruised up the river. But uh hey the fishing report water was thirty nine degrees uh pretty much from the mouth of the river of the fox all the way up to the dam. And uh um a lot of um, you know, low twenty inch uh, rock hard uh females full of eggs were caught uh, you know it's just 41 here yesterday so it's just getting going not a lot of males that were that were caught that were milting yet so it's uh it's just going to be awesome here starting up uh you know i would say the next week or two is yep. going to be prime so guys from shore aren't really doing that well yet but again a uh, couple of really warm days and get that warm current going but interestingly enough the uh the ice if you uh if you look at that uh satellite imagery i mean literally the whole bay is locked up but there is some open water there right out in the bay we check that out you know a lot of times those fish will kind of like congregate out there kind of waiting to get up the river we did get some that way but you know there's still a lot of floating icebergs and things so uh but just an exciting time. I mean, we're so lucky, you know, in our area to be able to fish, you know, this early. And I looked at my notes from last year. We didn't get up there until I think April 7th was our first time up there. So, you know, we hit it a bit earlier this year, and it's only going to get better. I mean, you have a lot of guys concentrated because, you know, uh, Oconto and, and North, those areas are still locked up. So once that opens up, there'll be a lot more room for everybody, but... um well, it's good. Virginia, uh, hey, there's a ton of whitefish in that river right now. There's a there's a ton of a, uh, we caught. I mean, you can just mark all these different species of fish in there. We caught, uh, you know, there's whitefish and certainly there's some muskies in there. And uh, so it's, uh, it's, it's very congregated in there. Lots of fishermen. A lot of fun.
1: Well, all right, we Dave. Appre- we appreciate that. Your appreciate phone started report. going out. We're kind out.
2: of we're kind of losing touch there, buddy. But uh, give us a call again. Yeah. Thanks, Dave. All right, buddy. Be safe. Okay, Take now. care, buddy. Bye.
1: Yeah, his phone started. Yeah, started, real fun, started. It started sounding really weird. Like he was in a tin can. Now, what, <laughs> what Dave was talking about
2: was smart to get away from the crowds. He kind of went out into the more, sounds like he went to the mouth a little bit to see what was going on. And you said you used to do good on the Fox River where the East River splits off. Wasn't
1: that your secret spot? East River, where that splits off by the Coast Guard uh, station there, and then also in front of the Fort Howard Paper Company, the Warm Water Discharge. Then there's also uh, on the, that would be on the west side of the river, there's a marina where those fish will, fish will come in and they'll get out of the current and they'll go inside the marina there. Because right. that's all built with rock and gravel all over, you know, when they built it, you know. So there's a lot of other good places. Uh, as a matter of fact, there's one other dis- warm water discharge. I'm not going to tell you where that one oh, is. Oh, come on, There's one Tom. other small smaller one. Come on. The Fort Howard one is a big one. This is a small one, and this is a spot where I can go there and be guaranteed that there's either going to be catfish or walleye in there. One or the other. Either, yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny because it's it's never both, it's one or the other. Either walleye's are in this spot or catfish are in the spot, you know? Only so. so much room, so. Yeah, yeah. So we got to take the last break of the show, folks. Last break. So uh, stick around. 799 1250 is the phone number. I think I'm going to be shutting down the email box here on Yahoo. Uh, because I don't want to be playing with it. And don't forget, at 8 o'clock, we got the what is it, a Home Improvement, Nary. The Nary Home Improvement Show hosted by Mike McGivern. Yeah. Every Saturday. That's right. And he's got Gina Della from Pella on. She's got a great radio voice. Really, she does. Great commercial voice. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, she's very, very good. I got to tell her that when, I, when she comes in. She's got a great voice for commercials. I don't know. Doesn't sound like she's reading it. You know, it sounds like it's coming naturally. Yeah, very very good delivery. Which is important. (laughs) All right, folks, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back here on Sports Radio 1250 AM or 105.7 FM, The Fan. It's the final countdown. The final countdown. That's right, folks. It is the final countdown, the last segment of the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. We're glad you tuned in this morning. He's Dan Bush, I'm Tom Newbauer, and that other guy on, on the boards is Nick Bodie. Hey, uh, we're going to give away one more thing today. I promised you I would give it away, and now we're going to do it. 799 is the phone number. Uh, if you haven't 7991250. Yeah, what did I say? You, you said 799. You're missing a couple digits there. <laughs> What's your social security number 799 7991250 is the phone number. 4147991250. If you haven't won something in the last <laughs> month, don't call. I mean, if you have won something in the last month, don't call. Give somebody a chance. Anyway, uh it's a free 1-year subscription to Badger Sportsman Magazine. I'll uh I'll send you out this Coupon. You just fill it out, send it to Badger Sportsman, and you will get that free. Pick whatever line you want. Okay, Nick, he's picking whatever line because they're all lit up, so he's just going to randomly pick a line, and that person will be the lucky winner. Uh, Yeah, we appreciate you listening, Come tuning in to us. Now, we know people can't listen and generally don't listen to the whole show every week, although there are some people who do. We know that a lot of lot of listeners catch parts here and there, you know, and they do what they can. What? What do you – oh, you're okay? Oh, okay. I don't know what he was doing What's there. What's going on in here? He's playing with buttons. I just had Next an alien point. movement, and I come back and – well, Nick's playing with You're buttons. you talking, and well, Nick's give, gone. And, yeah, we're giving away that subscription he's writing Oh, now. so yeah, the
2: lines are lighting up like crazy. Oh, they
1: lit up right away. Badger
2: it, Sportsman, the world's yep. greatest,
1: well, Wisconsin's greatest
2: magazine. Yeah. You want hunting, fishing, uh, great reports, great humor in the back there.
1: and uh, <laughs> That's my favorite section. <laughs> that was some, yep. <laughs> that's my favorite part. Howling at the moon. Yeah, howling at the moon. Yep. And people got to take that with a grain of salt. Don't get offended by anything. It's just jokes. You know, I mean, it's just...
2: Same with us here, stuff. guys. You got to take us with a grain of salt. Yeah. You gotta. You can't get offended. Oh, yeah. We haven't really had many complaints. Well, there was the one lady who complained about me, the single straight white wealthy landowner from Douglas County. She yeah, didn't she didn't like the like, fact that I would say said all that. Said yeah. that right? Well,
1: I actually did hear one... Uh, about a month and a half, maybe two two months ago. what did we do wrong? What did well, I do wrong? It was you. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, won't tell you about all this stuff right no, here. I know no no. I, I <laughs> but this isn't terrible. This, okay. this isn't terrible. I was at a gas station and yeah. there was this lady cop who's usually in there every now and then, you know, and uh no not getting a donut. <laughs> you know, she was stopped in there and uh she listens to the show, and then she says, hey, how come your buddy always uh, thanks the police men, never says women? And I said, well, I mean, he means everybody, you know. She says, well, there are women police officers, you know, and I've noticed lately that you say officers instead of policemen. Well, And then she just said, just let them know there are women on the force. No. I, said, I said, okay, I'll let them know.
2: You know, um I am trying to get more politically correct, Tom.
1: <laughs> okay. In fact, at
2: school this week for the kids, they serve them what's called the cowboy burger. Yeah. You know, and it and, and it comes with an onion ring on it and and some special ketchup or something. Yeah. And I was saying to the kids, you know, I said this is sexist. They should call this the cow person burger. Why not the cow woman Burger?
1: Yeah, because there are the cow- Cowboy Burger. Yeah, there are cowgirls. What the heck? Yep. Annie Oakley. Calamity <laughs> Jays. So, well, my
2: <laughs> my apology to the fine police officer, female police officers out there, because they do a great job out there. They do. They're some tough gals. They're, yeah. You know, they got to go through uh, a lot of training to be a police officer.
1: Yeah. You know, they got to make split-second decisions sometimes and then, and, 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 yep. and jelly filled or and, not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. If I see her, her again, the following really... is paid commercial programming. <laughs> <laughs> the content and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Entercom Milwaukee, its staff Regular or sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> yep, this felt like
2: most... we should replay that <laughs> one Split to secure Sion. my job here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh he said it not me it, it took an hour 54 tom but we finally went off the rails here on the crazy yeah, train. yeah finally went off the rails is right get that train back on the rails and we do not have a dining car on the on the crazy train what the hell's going on oh that's right oh boy well at least we ended the show with a laugh almost ended <laughs> Almost
2: ended. We might have ended How the many show for good there. I'm worried. How many more minutes do we have to do this? Oh. <laughs> it says 754 on my computer here. Oh, goodness. Yeah, I
1: shut mine down. Oh. I,
2: yeah, what? I want to mention something here. Yeah. Um, I'm looking... You know, Wisconsin has personalized plates, and they've got different choices of plates. Years ago, I was dumb enough to get ones with a wolf on it for the wolf, whatever, support the wolf. There's plenty of wolves now. I don't need to... But um, I was looking online, and now I got Green Bay Packer plates. I, I don't need to support them. Well, I don't think the money goes to the Green Bay Packers no, for that. No. But But uh, they've now, Tom, got uh, the Muskie Clubs Alliance license plate. Really. And it's a Wisconsin plate. It's got a real cool picture of a muskie coming up, and uh, you can get that special plate. And I believe it's twenty-five dollars. Uh of your fee of your annual fee goes donation to the Muskie Clubs Alliance of Wisconsin. Yeah. So oh. twenty-five bucks. So if you want to have a cool plate with the Muskie jumping out of the water, right? Instead of just a boring license plate, if you like to fish, it'll go to a good cause and cause. And I think them I'm I'm assuming the Muskie Clubs Alliance is probably like Muskie Zing. And uh Muskie yeah, Club, Club of Wisconsin and others. I'm, I'm sure there's others. I'm
1: assuming. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and I'm sure some of that money goes to stocking programs. Yeah. I assume it does, yeah. Yeah. So because are, his... they go do a good job of that already. You know. Right. And uh, My only yeah. thing that you know what
2: I'd like to see the Muskie clubs do is, you know, Midwestern states stopped. Stocking tiger muskies years ago because they can't reproduce, so now they right. just want to put sure ones that possibly might reproduce. But I a lake like Pewaukee, the carp are eating everything up anyway. They say there's very little um, natural reproduction anyway. They also quit stocking tigers because they were too easily caught, so they thought they were harvested too easily and bang, no bang for the buck. Well, nowadays uh, with nobody with catch and release, oh yeah, what's the big deal? Everybody's letting them go I anyway. Know. They can't reproduce, but the regular ones aren't reproducing anyway. Why not have, even though the DNR is not going to do it, why not see if Muskies Inc. can get some tiger muskies yeah. and plant a couple hundred of those? Because people are enamored of the term tiger muskie. You talk to Joe Schmo at a bar, and if he caught a 25-inch muskie, they've got such uh, vivid vertical markings. Right, you know, right. Smaller muskie has all... Of, yeah. And, and as they get older, those markings kind of fade a bit. Well, you catch a small muskie, and especially the, the barred variety, and people will swear up and down, I got a tiger muskie. And then, right. then you got to tell them, no, it wasn't no, a tiger no, muskie. Right. But why not put some tiger muskies in? They're why beautiful not? fish. I mean, if the DNR isn't going to do it, I don't see why they would have anything against muskies, Inc., actually putting them some, in, some in there. Because when you used to go to the muskie shop, John's shop years ago, there were Polaroid pictures. And there'd be stacks of pictures, and I've got a bunch of old ones Mm -hmm. that I salvaged out of there. There's pictures of guys by that boat launch holding beautiful tiger muskies. Mm -hmm. Beautiful tiger muskie, a regular musk, that's when everybody kept everything. Steve Miliot told me years ago when he first started fishing there, you'd be trolling, you could catch a true muskie, you could catch a tiger muskie, or a nice pike, well now the pike have come back and we're catching lots of nice uh, regular muskies and some pike trolling. They've put a lot of walleyes in there. The effect of that is that the panfish size seems to be going up because yep. we got those predator fish. Why not put tiger muskies in yeah. there, which will chow down on the panfish even more? Yeah.
1: And since they're easy to easier to catch, they say people would like that if they're easier to catch. And they people can people are going to let them go. Yeah, and they're going to let them go anyway. Yeah, them I go don't anyway. think it would hurt a darn thing. You know, and I think I caught years ago. I always said I caught a tiger muskie out there back in the 80s, early 80s. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I look back at it, you know, my memory's a little hazy. Right. So it's like I'm wondering now, was it really a tiger muskie? Or was it just a really good barred muskie, a smaller barred muskie? I have known a few. I'm not sure. Right. I have known
2: a few people who have actually caught some over the years. It had to be the rare result of a cross, natural cross out there, but that's
1: pretty like pretty rare pretty yeah rare. it is so like i said i question myself now all right danny that's all i got that's all, all I, I got, got. You. yeah well, see all you next listeners week. thanks for listening and god
2: bless and stay free everyone you've been listening to the skipper buds that is the skipper buds cutting edge outdoors this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what